He sounds a bit like this. He sounds a bit like boiled eggs. <laughs> January 4th, 2023, and this is Rare Encounter, Encounter number 129, Screaming at the Clowns, Don't Let Me Down. I'm Abel Kirby. And retrocomputing like there's no yesterday, I'm Cold Acid. So you have a ang- uh, blank screen, huh? There's no yesterday to be retro about. No nostalgia? There's no nothing? No, it's like, it's like you, know how you, you know how you do things like, uh, like there's no tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Well, when you're doing past things, then it's like there's no yesterday. Right? I'm more, I'm more of a Tim McGraw kind of guy. I'm like a live like you're dying kind of thing. That's my I've, <laughs> go, go skydiving. Like I'm living. Thank you very much. But you, I didn't I, say I like Tim McGraw's. Like wait, wait. Tim McGraw's advice is very specific. You have to parse it carefully. He didn't say go die. He said live like you're dying. Well, I don't plan on dying. <laughs> so you're gonna live lazily. <laughs> Haven't I always? <laughs> oh dear, what was that? I that sounded like a bottle opening. Yes, it was. It was a bottle of the uh unofficial drink of the Rare Encounter podcast, and it's pineapple flavored. You know what that means it is? Haritos. I haven't heard a pineapple one in a while. Yeah, I know. You know what? With with how much Haritos I drink on this show, they should really give us a sponsorship. Yeah, the, them and the clowns. I think the clowns should give us a sponsorship, and I'm gonna follow that up. No, I, I, I the the clowns. We can leave that one. But don't they have a union? You know, like Got Milk. Okay, you know how Got a, Milk. There's a clown union. Now? Well, yeah, I think there's a clown union. You register your clowns with the clown union, don't you? And then like. <laughs> no. That's what do how they you get do when they what do they do when they go on strike like the whole the whole bunch the whole bunch of them just show show up at uh, at the fair in like one car and like they circle around they circle around it I think with, they like with like so, with like clowny signs that like go <laughs> every time like every time like somebody walks by I think that they'd be pretty mean as protesters you don't want clowns they can pull all kinds of crazy stunts you don't want them doing that uh, in front of your business people are gonna get pied I can imagine yeah pie to the face right Mm. threaten me with a good time alright I've got that's terrible and I uh, I just got a can of Heineken because I walked into the gas station as I was uh, on my way out of work and I uh, I just saw it on the shelf they didn't have any they didn't have any horrible beer this time? Um, no, I had that the other day. I, I actually have an almost empty can of Labatt, which is ice, which I presume is some Canadian Labatt beer. Labatt ice? Yes, yeah. it is Canadian beer, and yeah, it is probably pretty terrible. <laughs> it wasn't my favorite, but I'm not drinking that now. it wasn't Molson Export. <laughs> well, uh, did you have a good uh, New Year? Did you see the ball drop? Uh... No, I mean, I saw that. I saw that, like, uh, the ball dropped that. I've been, been like, what, 11 or so? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Hi-oh! Hey, okay. <laughs> you got one of those. No, I got... We don't follow the ball drop, uh, the, the New no. York Times ball drop on Rare Encounter. We got better stuff follow, to do. I didn't follow any ball drop. You know, you know what happened? 
I was I was at home. I was playing Oblivion. I was playing Oblivion for hours. Uh, it crashed uh, like it like it normally does every forty to seventy minutes. Mm. And instead of just starting it over again, I actually looked at the at the wind, little clock in the corner on the screen, and it's like two a.m. Well, what do you know? It's next year. Huh. Well, that's oh, well, back to video games. That is not the Tim McGraw style. It well, really isn't. Think, think of it this way. I've been through so many New Year's now that like it's a, they're just blending into each other. It's well, just a, it's just another year that's going to bring more more disappointment, more bullshit politics, but on the other hand, Brings us more anime. Well, I'm not. I'm not a fan of this kind of depression. I got all jacked up. I'm gonna tell you what happened on New Year's. It's the only dropping event that you need to know about. Here it is. This is the 10th year of the Idaho Potato Drop, and we talked with the Potato Drop CEO and founder Dylan Klein about how the event has evolved over the past decade. That's right. The Potato Drop CEO is getting interviewed about the Potato Drop. Have you heard of this cold acid? The chief executive officer of dropping potatoes? <laughs> the Potato Drop. Okay, now now I kind of wish that I I was in Idaho for New Year's. Okay, here's some history on it. I thought, gosh, we could drop a huge potato yeah. for New Year's in downtown Boise. And year two, we uh, decided to up the game. We ended up blocking off 16 square city blocks of downtown Boise and really taking over downtown Boise. Year three, we decided to move it over to the Capitol building. It was met with great fanfare. Everybody really liked the location change. The Capitol was a great backdrop. Year four, the Glotato was born. The Glotato! Different artists and fabricators to create the Glotato. Year five was the beginning of our Urban Air exhibition. Year six, uh, we created the biggest jump in the state of Idaho. Year seven, we added wings to the potato. Yes! Uh, they were only on wings. there for a little bit, so anybody that got a picture of that or got to see that uh, seemed to really like it. The flying glow-tato was dropped no. in Idaho on New Year's Eve. So they, you know what they do? You know, So that means in Boise, every year, they drop it like it's hot potato. They drop it like it's hot potato, get noisy in Boise. They have so much cool shit going on. The video is fantastic. I posted it in my notes last night, and I just checked it, and it doesn't they take it down off from YouTube. It was that good. They had they this. They took it off of YouTube? They actually took the video off from YouTube between when I stuck it in my notes last night and uh, when I'm trying to play it now. So, unfortunately, I don't have a link anymore. But I did get a screenshot of it. From uh, the KTVB7 uh, uh, broadcast. And they have, you can see the giant glotato. There's just a little bit of fog inside the, uh, inside the scene. And so everything's glowing. You can see the Capitol building uh, behind them. And this giant crane is dropping this glotato. It's descending down to this crowd. And you know what's going on in the crowd uh, below? Dude, dude I'm, looking at, I'm looking at a thumbnail from... Like, the links apparently still worked for me when I went through your notes. What? So maybe they just, like, dropped it in the last couple of minutes. And, dude, the Glotato has wings like an angel. Yeah, it's uh, pretty fantastic. They had 
Oh, I think I may have swapped that video to the the one that's the actual drop. Uh, I think oh, the, okay. the video I posted was one the one the other one I was clipping. The actual video of the drop, it's like a seven to ten minute video. There's a band in the background playing Queen, <laughs> <laughs> nice. like blaringly loud. And as the potato is dropping, all the snowboarders are snowboarding through all the half pipes. And they're going over these fucking jumps. And there's a crowd on an LED dance floor just getting down with the glotato dog. Okay, this- now you know you know what the only thing it's missing is like the ballerinas on top of elephants. They probably had that too. And a chorus line. It was fantastic. So oh, and one more thing. The fireworks the chorus line of sexy clowns. The the fireworks cold were amazing. Yeah. You've never seen I've never seen a video of fireworks that actually looked appealing. Like, everyone takes pictures. You see pictures of, like, crappy pictures of people at fireworks shows. And they all look bland and bad. This had, like, the backlight from the, the Capitol and the fog. And all of the fireworks look just like these ethereal uh, light bombs going off, splashing light all over the glotato and the crowd. It was absolutely fantastic. Nice. The, it was one of the best fireworks shows I ever saw, and it was on a video. No wonder they took it down. You, well, you know what you're going to have to do next year, eh? You're going to have to go out to that. <laughs> Boise. Yeah. <laughs> go, go out to Boise for the potato drop. We could even do, like, you know, like a special, a special new, like the, the Rear Encounter New Year's special. Live. With your, with your host, Cold Acid and Abel Kirby. Live. From live the, in Boise. Live from the Glotato. <laughs> It has wings, so it can fly right into my mouth. Uh, Delicious. And we can interview the Potato Drop CEO. That's right. That would be fantastic. So, no, that's the best way to ring in the new year. And uh, I'm glad I, I uh, was alerted to this by a uh, friend. So I can't take all the credit, but that's the uh, the story. That is pretty awesome. Yeah. But other than that, uh, the Glotato, uh, I had a good uh, good time off, good Christmas. It was fun hanging out with you for a little bit in Canada. That was a yeah. lot of fun. That was the, a nice lunch we did. Oh, yeah. We have to do it more often. Yeah, well, you got to come up here more often. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, I mean, until until they, until they like, straighten out, like, whether or not, like, we unvaxxed may enter your wonderful country, right? Uh, kind of stuck up here. It is so screwed up right now. I don't even know what the rules are anymore, because if you read I them... I don't even the government knows what their damn rules are anymore if you read it by the letter it only says it's a it's a, a directive to airline carriers so god knows what that means anyway well i don't plan on i don't plan on flying into the states anytime soon anyways mm. for for gen con we're driving yes gen con well we had a couple things to do right at the top of the show i've got some boostergrams that came in from the pre-show Ooh, Boostergrams. Boostergrams. Of course. Um, Do you want me to read them down? I think we could do that. Yeah. Some of them were from last week. We got some holdovers. Starting with uh, 17,776 sats from Boobery, who says, Tremble for me, Lady Liberty. And 8,888 sats from Boobery, who also says, Sounds like cocaine abuse dropping all that powder inside the console. (laughs) I think that's a reference. We had a special episode, which I know you've heard. We edited, we uh, did the editing together. Uh, yeah, we, last did the week. Po- we did the post production after lunch. Yep. 
so uh, it was an interview I did with Mark Christopher, and uh, it was very well received. I've only gotten positive feedback from everyone, uh, including people who know him in real life who think it's funny, too, so... Wow! Uh, if only, if only, if only we got that for the episodes I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> no, we get we get we get good feedback for Rare Encounter all the time. It's fantastic. I know, I know. I'm 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 just you know me. You just deprecate self-deprecating humor. Stop talking to people like Darren O'Neill. You know they're gonna they're gonna put you down. You gotta s- hang out with people I, who uh, lift dude, you up. Did you did you did you see did you see me like? shooting back today on no agenda social no he's I, like don't don't listen to rare encounter i'm like yes listen to rare encounter don't listen to darren o'neill's lies his random <laughs> and stuff like and stuff like the the uh the tech problems they were having before the show were more entertaining than the show itself so yeah they 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 can deliver well so can i yeah, hey Darren, maybe you should try and have some more organized thoughts instead of all these random ones. I make a better Hi-oh. show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got three thousand three hundred thirty-three sats from Servo, who says stealthy streaming, able Kirby, letting it fly. Ite sixty-nine sixty-nine sats from Hey Citizen. That was during the pre-show. Um, Rare Encounter Radio pre-show for one twenty-nine says live boosting for the pre-show just in case, and we have our. The final uh, entry on this list, I think, is our executive producer for the day. It looks like. I thought our executive producer was going to be Boobery, but bring it in, in at the last minute with 112,222 sats from none other than the wonderful Carolyn Blaney. Does Grimus deliver the Big Mac that you order on Emacs? <laughs> Grimus? Is he a guy from Grimerica? Could be. Is that the host of Grimerica? I'm not too clear on how that show works. It, it could, you know what it actually could be? What if, what if, and and I'm just throwing this out here. What if the guys from Grimerica mixed with the members of Primus? Oh no! Maybe that's what Grimus is. Grimus? They, they've come to they've come together. <laughs> And so it's like the Grimerica guys, but they're in like plastic cowboy suits running around farms. Singing about and, Taco and Bell. Like, yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, you know, I think they have had a synchronicity with Seven Layers. I think they've mm. had that. <laughs> Sometimes they get pretty deep on that show, let me tell you. Uh, so thank you, Carolyn, for being our executive producer today. You get, a, of course, the credit at the top of the show notes. The uh, way that everyone can find out more about the show is we have rareencounter.net. You can hop on there and find the chat. If you're listening live now, you got to get inside the chat and uh, troll along. It's a lot of fun. And I see some people in chat. I see Carblanes33 in chat. Chaz, we got Hey Citizen. Hey Citizen was boosting us, too. Uh, yeah. And uh, the ever-present Serpent. Even Darren O'Neill's in uh, in the chat, although he's not chatting. Yes. He, he's probably he's probably in here to purposely ignore us. <laughs> yes, he's going to. He's he is practicing ignoring us harder by turning up the volume. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's a challenge. He has to he has to train himself more. <laughs> it's like standing under a wa- rare encounter waterfall. Well, it sounded like he was standing under a waterfall today. <laughs> I think we're already getting into the into the podcast news now. Wow, we're all out of order, man. All right. You want to do the podcast yeah. stuff? Yeah, I, I was actually, I got to listen to, I guess, uh, 
three quarters of uh, of today's episode of Grumpy Old Ben's. I think you put the name of the episode in the notes. White noise, white, white noise, heat. white heat. Kind of like kind of like the uh, the Velvet Underground album, except uh, no light. <laughs> and yeah, there was a there was quite the interesting uh, technical difficulties that they were having. Apparently, uh, Bemrose plus Brave Browser plus Clean Feed equals it sounds like it's raining. There is just so much white noise that he, that he had to go and install a different web browser. <gasps> oh, no. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. So what's he on, Mosaic? He Yeah, he installed Firefox. <laughs> and it started working, which is weird because... I've tried with uh, I've tried Clean Feed with Firefox and it never worked very well, which is why I ended up installing uh, ungoogled Chromium, mm. right? And that's what I that's what I use for uh, for Clean Feed now. Right. I definitely use Brave. Uh, I have run into that issue with the uh, the static, and I'm pretty sure it's not related to the audio interface. I think it is related to uh, Windows block. It's either was. Windows dealing with the um, audio device driver badly, or it was some. I I thought it was the first time I heard it. I thought it was um, dummy sounds pumped into the mic output um, to well, the thing is, provide dummy he, audio to websites. Thing is, he even rebooted, right, and then reconnected, and it was still like just full of white noise and no bemrose. Yeah, I, I've had that on the mobile rig before. It's definitely a configuration problem. Uh, it's not a browser update or anything like that. I heard them talk. I did hear some grumpy old Ben say it's it's not a new browser problem. I definitely had that months and months ago. Um, and it, it's just a settings thing you got to work through. Make well, sure those buffer remember, sizes remember, match. Yeah. You you think that you think that he'd uh, you think that he'd know that having been <laughs> on the audio team for Windows when he worked at Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, but we shouldn't we shouldn't cut him down too much. Well, Ryan Bemrose had his episode of his own podcast out when Grumpy Old Ben's uh, they kind of kicked that Grumpy Old Ben's can for one week, and uh, Ryan took over and did Angry Tech News in the time slot. That was number forty five screenshot holiday. Uh, we also had some other podcasts going down. We I had took be- a screenshot holiday once. I take screenshots with my phone all the time, mostly because I happen to touch two buttons at the same time when I'm trying to turn it on. Yeah, that'll do it. And it's very annoying because they sort of punctuate all the real photos. So I have, I'm trying to look for a particular photo I'm sliding through. And, you know, it's like every other photo is a screenshot. And apparently on the days when I start doing it, I do it like five times in a row. So it's like, hey, I did it at at 7 a.m. And here's another one at 9. And here's another one at 1230. (laughs) because <laughs> all you can see is the clock it's very irritating and fortunately i have a syncing system set up that when i take a photo it uploads it to my uh my synology nas and you so know, i get all those screenshots saved and backed up to cloud well you, you know what's better you know that better than a syncing system a floating one <sighs> a flouter we've got a flouter here not a floater a floating system a floating system is that a yeah. system with a floating ground? Because I'm not going to talk about that, but I'm I'm uh, no, it's a boat. Distressed boats are boats can be considered a system, right? Because you've got like the whole of it, and you've got like the person sitting in it, and 
the oars and the oar locks, right? Oh, so you... So that's a whole system, and it floats, right? That's buoyant, so mm-hmm. it's a floating system. Hmm. I think you did that just for the hull of it. hey You know the boat? It's oh. just out there for the hell of it. Oh damn! I had a I had a really I had a really terrible pun and I've already forgotten it because I told it. Well, let me finish these up. Behind the schemes had episode one hundred thirty-three. It's never more been time. Baxteron, Hog Story had uh, episode three hundred thirty-three. Box again with special guest Adam Curry on the program for the second that time. That was so that was so fun listening to. Oh, I loved it. I lift. Was listening to it live, of course. Now I listened to that. Uh, I I think the weather that you have up in Canada is it? It's a lot of fog, low visibility, really um, sp- spooky. Not really. It's more really rainy, like hard driving rain. Oh, that's like bad. we're ta- we're talking like Indy five hundred hard driving, right? Well, when I was listening to this episode of Hog Story, I had the fog. I was like in a fog cocoon um, looking outside my windows. They had uh, like sprinkling rain and it was dead silent except for the podcast. And so it was a very, uh, very uh, silent hill-ish. I wouldn't even say that. It was very relaxing. And especially the tone the episode took, it was a it was a great one. I, I absolutely enjoyed it. Hold on a second. So, Boobery just corrected you in the chat. He said it's Blackstodon. Blackstodon. And, that he had dad, and he had Dad and Mew on. Blackstodon with Dad and now, Mew. I didn't... Yeah. Speak, oh. Speaking of which, I did listen to... I did listen to the latest episode of Dad's Anime Podcast, and he did mention that they were going to be on another show talking about Fediverse. Mm. But they... I don't remember if he said like what the actual what the actual show was and so now now it all comes together mm. they were on behind the schemes behind the schemes no those are good they just had uh, episode 97 on dad's anime podcast which is their normal podcast cool yep, boy which is the one that I, i'm saying i listened to that one and uh, that's where they mentioned it yep 97 I, that was full metals best anime list part nine mm-hmm and just prior to that, I want to plug one more old episode of that where we're talking about it. Episode 96. Did you listen to that? That was when they had I Moon on? Yet. Ah! I haven't yet. That's a fantastic one. Um, especially if you're interested in really anything that goes on over at Ship Poster Club because they had Moon, the uh, admin of that. Uh, Dear that wonderful Leader play. Moon's trip to glorious Nippon. Yeah. And uh, he, he breaks out the stories. There's, there's some fun stuff he talks about. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to listen to it tomorrow morning at work. Yeah, highly recommend it. Uh, and I think that wraps us up. Um, oh, bowl after bowl. Ugh, I can't forget bowl after yeah, bowl. Yeah, can't forget. Yeah, I mean the the co-host of your ex podcast, the podcast that won't die. Yeah, bowl after bowl had episode two sixteen. It's probably pocket, and they uh, I believe they talked about live item stuff on there. Maybe a response to Hog Story. Hmm, I didn't get to listen to the whole yeah, thing. I heard I heard something about about that being talked about. Mm. And you know, I have the uh, the talk uh, today on Grumpy Old Ben's about uh, about the WordPress problems. And every time I hear people complaining about WordPress for their podcast, you know what the first thing that comes to mind is? Why aren't you fuckers using Podcast Generator? I'm right here. I can help you get it set up. If you need if you need help migrating your shit out of WordPress, I can probably take some time and figure it out for you. Come on, get with the time. Delete WordPress, 
hit the gym, right? <laughs> you need 12 ways to clean your penis. So do all yeah. 12 of those. <laughs> and then install podcast generator. Yeah. <laughs> on Gen 2, of course. On, on Gen 2. <laughs> Oh, uh, what a crazy thing. Yeah, of course, uh, I don't want to plug Ablecraft. I, I want to let it die. But we are going to do one more show. And in true Ablecraft fashion, we planned even the last episode and then canceled it. Wrong. <laughs> it, is, it is a classic Ablecraft way to do a podcast. It's just <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's, the, it's just the, the last episode. We couldn't even make the day. <laughs> Which is partially my fault. It's partially weather's uh, weather related too. There's a big storm that. Good job. Anyway, regardless, <laughs> we had some stuff. Uh, speaking of, <laughs> speaking of cleaning your penis, did you see the testicle festival is what? coming to town? The 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 what? <laughs> Are you ready, cold acid, for the testicle uh, festival? <laughs> I don't think I'm ready. All right. Well, uh, I don't think that's going to stop you, though. Okay. So here's what you need to do: open your mouth, close your eyes, and here no, comes a big I'm surprise. Already, no. The, <laughs> I'm talking, of course, <laughs> to the testicle festival coming to Fredericksburg, Texas, on Saturday, hey, January fourteenth. Isn't that uh, isn't that Adam's stomping grounds? <laughs> yes, it is. By the way. This is a festival celebrating uh, Rocky Mountain oysters and edible balls from various uh, creatures who you, I suppose some people want to eat their nuts. But the they also you're serve love my nuts. <laughs> hey man, you're gonna love my nuts. No, no, remember <laughs> Slap Chop? Yeah, it's, watch this. You're gonna love my nuts. You're gonna eat great food all day because you'll be strap slapping your troubles away with a Slap Chop. <laughs> I like that. It's here's a potato. You hate making salad. You hate making salad. You hate making salad. That's why you don't have any salad in your diet, man. You hate making salad. I hope hope he's there, too, at the testicle festival. Yeah, Vince should be at the testicle festival, and everyone should love his nuts. (laughs) So, uh, children's tickets are $10. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that that just goes really wrong. Yeah, it's like... G- general admissions only is 20 though so if you're not if okay, you're not so kids, shot, are, kids are half off yep kids are half off Pr- the price they just, includes they just get the little balls <laughs> no <laughs> price includes ground access live music entertainment and the ability to buy testicles quote unquote <laughs> <laughs> So, because yeah, everybody everybody wants to go out and like publicly buy testicles. It's like a fair. It's like a food festival. And so I <laughs> I put the let me put this Eventbrite listing into Rare Encounters so <laughs> so everybody else can see this. So everyone else can see it. Yeah, that's the Eventbrite uh, article. Hold, for hold on, hold on, hold on. Texas testicles battered, fried, and tenderly loved. Beer, spirits, wine, lots of other great food options as well. Come eat my nuts. <laughs> oh i'm sorry refund po- policy contact the organizer organizer to request a refund <laughs> what a strange policy cold acid we don't have a policy like that do we yeah refund uh refunds are free but then again so is the show <laughs> here you go zero cents you could have we'll refund all of your zero dollars <laughs> but you, we can't give you your time back i'm sorry 
Yeah. Yeah. We're not God. <laughs> we're not even well, Doc yeah. Brown. You really brought that to the next level. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because because only God can refund your time, I guess. Uh, I well, suppose like that's I said, true. So, huh? could, so could Doc Brown or Doc Brown. Yeah. Yes. Or All right. Bu- or a bunch of dwarves working for God. Hmm. Did you ever see that movie, by the way? Uh, no. Time the, Bandits? The reference is lost on me. Time Bandits? No. Seriously? No. Never seen it. Wasn't that oh, a PlayStation 2? Was it a PlayStation 2 game? No, it wasn't. It was a Terry Gillum film from 1981. <laughs> Time Bandits was definitely a PlayStation game. No, it wasn't. And it, or, or it was an arcade you're thi- game. You're thinking... You're, you're thinking... Uh, what was it? There was another one that's like oh time time, some- time crisis was one time crisis. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one you're. Thinking <laughs> oh, cow. That's. I'm sorry. That was completely different. But yes, if you want, if you want to see Sean Connery as a uh, Greek king, isn't he already a Greek king? <laughs> do you know? Do you know what a Greek king sounds like? <laughs> he sounds a bit like this. He sounds a bit like boiled eggs. <laughs> it's also how an American sounds when he's got a son who's invading uh what's it? It's when I when I keep my popsicle stick under my tongue. Because I don't want to stop I don't want to chew it and I don't want to lose it either. <laughs> oh good. What do we do on this fucking show? <laughs> Have fun. What else? <laughs> this is good. I had a crazy day. This is what I needed. So I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> oh man, my my work day was pretty boring. <sighs> well, uh, you don't want an interesting one. <laughs> no, that's very true. But yeah, I mean, I mean, this this movie was uh, was created by Terry Gillum, so you know right away it's weird. Mm. Uh, it has. John Cleese in it Good. as Robin Hood. <laughs> as Sean Connery, again, as King Agamemnon. <gasps> Agamemnon. Yes, from, uh, from like, the uh, the Trojan War. I always think of the song. Uh, <laughs> you know, Agamemnon. Classic. <laughs> Michael Palin. It also had uh, David Warner as evil. Like, the embodiment of evil. Okay. Have you, uh, like, I mean, I've definitely David not seen Warner, this. David Warner, he was a great actor. He was, uh, he, he was, uh, Chancellor Gorkin in, uh, Star Trek Six, And he was also the, he was also the, uh, Cardassian who tortured Picard in that, uh, in that two-parter episode where, uh, where there was that asshole who took over the Enterprise while Picard went on the secret mission and got captured. There are four lights. That one? Okay. Was it the four uh, lights episode? There are four lights. I mean, it was, it was, Picard wasn't played by Sean Connery. <laughs> just, I'm just doing it. it. I yes, told you. It's because, a- <laughs> because, because this is what a Frenchman sounds like as well. <laughs> Everyone on the earth is going to talk like this <laughs> when I'm through with them. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Time Bandits. I like the character names on these. Og, that's a good name. Vermin, good yeah. name. Kevin, 
Also, Kevin's and- the, yeah, Kevin is the is the kid and protagonist who is led around through time by these uh, by these dwarves who work for God and stole a map showing how to jump from one time to another. Mm. This is cool. I might watch this comedy sci-fi fantasy. A- looks good to me. It is. Uh, it is a really good film. Very enjoyable. Mm. What do you got for stories? You got any stories this time? Or you want to roll through mine? I've got a. I've got a few things I want to bring up. Uh, I've. Have you ever heard of a game called Elemental Gearbolt? No. No. Okay. This. This at least was a PlayStation game, and it was. Uh, it was a light pistol game. Okay. Right. I remember playing it. Uh, in my. Uh, in my. God, how old? Yeah, I would have been in my teens. Hmm. Uh, a friend of mine. It was uh, one or two player, and it had all these anime cutscenes that, even in the North American release, there are no captions for it, and it was it wasn't dubbed. So, like, you're playing the game, you're going through these things, shooting things, and avoiding getting shot yourself, and then between the levels, here's some here's some random anime cutscene. That you can't make heads or tails of, especially since you can't <laughs> understand anything that's being said. But it was a uh, it was a really interesting game, and there's actually like a sto- there's actually like a whole story behind it. And I just wish I I knew the story. <laughs> PlayStation PlayStation Elemental Gear Bolt. I'm looking at the wiki page. There's uh let's see a blonde lady with pauldrons and on the cover. Yep. Some kind of fairy in a a naked fairy. Good, good, good. Um, yep. Yeah. It's got uh, there's th- a not. There's a. There's like. Uh, there's like two. There's like two chicks with the uh, wings on the cover as well, and their eyes covered. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, one of them, well, she's got, she's got great tracts of land. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So it says here. Yeah. It features an orchestral soundtrack and animated cutscenes directed by the anime director Rintaro. And I think I think it was like I was brought to this because of who did the uh, who did the animation. Like not not just the direction, but like the actual animation itself. Uh, but uh, I came to this and I You came to I this. Not, what I did not do is like note down how I got to here to Elemental Gearbolt and bringing up all this stuff again from uh, uh, you, from the actual animation studio. What do you mean how you got there? Were you like stumbling through Wikipedia, like random articles or clicking Some, links? Yeah, pretty much. Like, the yeah, I... Breadcrumb trail oh, that's what it was. Metropolis. Oh, yeah. The same... Uh, how- I saw that on the list. That was uh, one of the composers. The Metropolis. Uh, you just the, said his name, Rintaro. Yeah, the director. Da, 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 right? da, da. The, directed by Rintaro. Ah, uh, yes. Um, Galaxy Express 999. Metropolis is the ones that yeah. I really recognize. Production company Madhouse. Oh, yeah, Madhouse. I think Madhouse, Madhouse did, the, uh, did the animation, the cutscenes for the game as well. Hmm. But yeah, you look at the stuff that, he, that he's worked on. Yeah, Gal- the Galaxy Express 999 stuff. Uh, Yona Yona Penguin. You want a penguin? No, Yona Yona Penguin. You want a penguin? 
Oh, and you know what else? You know what else he directed? He directed the Japanese Moomin series oh, from wow. 1969 and the and the sequel in 72. That's the cow-looking thing, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm looking through the Madhouse. Uh, directed directed episodes of Astro Boy, Kimba the White Lion. Oh, great. The one that uh, Disney plagiarized famous, yes. famously. Though that's disputed. Uh, There's people who claim that they didn't take too much, but I don't know. There's some some of the most famous scenes from The Lion King seem like they were lifted. Uh, 42 episodes of Captain Harlock anime from the late 70s. Oh, uh, that's one people seem to like. I've, I've heard a lot of people talking Even about that. Even to this day, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Good stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... Uh, that's yeah. That is how I found. So I'm gonna have to pop pop those into the uh, into the show notes. Great. Because yeah, I was, this guy has worked on some uh, pretty interesting stuff. I should uh, should go look it up. Hmm. I've watched a little anime lately, but it was just rewatching stuff, old stuff that I've watched before. Um, instead of watching any new anime, I ended up rewatching uh, <laughs> Evangelion, Neon Genesis Evangelion, the original uh, or the remake. Uh, the original, obviously. Excellent. I, I even started with these XVID um, encodes from God. They must have been from 2004 because I think I had them since then. And uh, I remember, oh, it's high quality XVID. Maybe it's 2006, somewhere, maybe closer to that. Somewhere. I had I got as a gift the, uh, the DVD of the first few episodes subbed and dubbed. I don't know where it is. It's somewhere. It was in it was in the original case and everything too, so it's not like just like a disc floating around. Mm. But uh, yeah, the rest of the show I've also got like ancient X vids. <laughs> yeah, dude, I had I had some anime that was in OGV OG video. Oh, I've had there. those. <laughs> yes, and I've had I've had other I've had other shows, not necessarily anime, in. RM files, real media. Yeah, uh, Battle Athletes Victory. I used to I watched in that. Remember that Doom or sorry, the Dune miniseries from around the turn of the century. Yeah, that the, uh, Sci-Fi did. Yeah, I had yeah, that. I had, yep. that, I had that too. Is like not even not even like one one vi- file for each episode of it. <laughs> no, it was like from from like like each each section between commercial breaks. Yeah. So like an ep- so like each episode was like three or four files. Yeah, I'm looking. I have uh, XVID DVD rips with AC3 audio from that, but they're da- they are dated 2006. So nice. It must have been the era I was uh, interested <laughs> in that. And that that was some that was some old old stuff back then. Back when like back when like a lot of stuff was still like MPEG two even. Yeah. And like yeah the the. <laughs> You had like, you had like, you could fit three episodes of anime onto onto a CDR, but the resolution was like three twenty by two forty. Yeah, VC. I remember. I remember that. I was in. Co- I was in college. I'd be. I'd be downloading episodes in lab, burning them to see. Burning them to CD to bring home to watch because I didn't have an internet connection at home at the time. Hmm. And even if I did, it would have just been dial-up. So, like, imagine, imagine trying to download a video over a dial-up connection, right? 
I could disconnect at any time, and then you have to go through the whole thing of like telling the telling the modem redial, reestablish the PPP connection, and everything. In some ways, we actually do have it pretty damn good these days. And soon you will be rejoining the uh, the pretty damn good current days, uh, and I I'm hoping that hopefully can, yeah get back to having normal internet connectivity. That would be I good. Hope so too. It's uh, it's must be a bummer. You've been out, mm, you've been like a month out on now. service. Yeah, it's been yeah, a long it's time. Been, it's been <clears throat> well. I mean, it's not been like consistently out, but it's been so intermittent. When it goes down, right. <clears throat> Then it can be like hours to days before it's stable enough to last more than like five minutes at a time. Mm. It's got to recharge. You think about that? It's got to recharge, and then you can use more. What it needs is to be relayed. <laughs> hey, you know but, what I need? <clears throat> cold acid. We all need to be relayed. <laughs> we do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I stopped that one. Yeah. All right, I'm uh, moving on. I've got um, some news about our chess champion. Magnus, yeah. Car- Magnus Carlson. Wait, was that the actual champion, or was that the kid who the who the champion was like saying isn't a champion? Oh no, this is chess grandmaster Magnus Carlson now has all three titles: the classical, rapid, and the blitz world champion. Presumably, he was cheating on all of them. I guess I don't know. He was at face-to-face so matches with judges. Yeah, it's this dude. I think it's this all right, dude. So- I don't know. Now you're making me very confused. I thought it was. Uh, Holy crap! What is with that hair? Yeah, that's just what the story is. I was looking at the uh, the different news stories about this guy and you know how he was how he was doing, and I um, I really didn't like any of the news stories about his game, but I did like this one about his hair because of course you've got a comment about his hair. It, it's like a bird on his head. Look how cur. It's not curly. It's swoopy. It is. Swo- I think it who looks. Do, who who does he think he is? Uh, what's his name? That weird actor guy. <laughs> the weird actor guy. Nicholas Cage. Oh, with a the yeah, he kind of looks oh, like. Oh, hold on. Hey, Citizen is telling us that this isn't the this isn't the teenager who stuck the uh, vibrator up his ass. This is. The oh, guy you know what? I'm gonna have to apologize because I crossed. I got my wires crossed when I was uh, reading this. Yeah, no, I thought, that's true. It wasn't yeah. Magnus Carlson. Magnus Carlson's the other guy. Yeah, he's the accuser. Ah. Well, I'm uh, still celebrating his hair, though I, I disagree with his conclusions here. Uh, the uh, article, though, I think is very interesting that MSN has this story. It's a story by Sports Desk, and the entirety of the article is just about his hair. And comments and the sto- about the story is is from the sports desk of the Indian Express. Uh, from sports story by sports desk yesterday. Hmm. I oh yeah, I see what you're saying. It's a reprint from the Indian Express on MSN. Yes, like licensed content sort of thing. Wow, geez, this story's falling apart. Anyway, <laughs> um, the point is that the swoopy hair. The point hair, is, it's a fluff piece, but I mean, goddamn no, that hair. The the point is, it it's uh. Pretty fantastic hair. Dude, it dude, <laughs> it, it's a fluff piece. It's talking about his hair. His hair is fluffy. Look at it. It's like you it's like you want to run your fingers through it. It's so fluffy looking. Mm. I've seen I've seen cats and dogs that look less fluffy than his hair. <laughs> yes, indeed. So it's totally a fluff story. 
Chess Grandmaster Magnus Carlsen reveals his hairstyle inspiration. You know what his hairstyle inspiration was for this hairstyle? Apparently some Norwegian uh, sports captain. Yeah, some dude just said, you should grow your hair out. <laughs> and so he did. <laughs> it's very inspirational. Some dude. Yes, that's right. Thanks for the correction. Uh, he was the guy who runs chess.com, not the guy who cheated on it, or was accused of cheating on it, who I still contest. Uh, it has not been proven that he cheated on it, uh, because I... No, but it, but the accusation is still pretty funny. <laughs> it is. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. <sighs> Let's see. Well, I had kind of one more thing to get to here, which was the... The uh, River of Tang? Yeah, the River of Tang. I guess I had Evangelion on the, the brain... And so this story from Alaska really stuck out to me. It's from Wired, and it's a... It's asking why. It's Alaska's waterways are turning a foreboding orange is the headline. Let me, uh, let me post that in there so everyone can read it and take a look at the picture that's in the article. And uh, yeah, I guess I had Tang on the brain, but these are streams that used to be clear, and now they're not. And it's, it's, not, like, it's not like there's anything going on upstream... From, from where these streams are being fed. Yep. They're acidic, so the chemistry of the stream is changing, and uh, it's not, you know, what comes to mind immediately with this, for me, because I was in Colorado when they had these mines that the uh, they released all the water from, and it really polluted the, uh, I believe it was the Colorado River, it all ended up getting dumped into, and it was just this huge disaster. I think the EPA was the one who let it out. I, I, I hate to blame them if it wasn't them, but I I seem to remember that it was an official act where they said, oh, yeah, we're just going to take the water out of these uh, abandoned mines and drain them. And then it turns out it was super toxic and uh, had some pretty, pretty bad implications for everything downstream of that for miles. And I think it kept going down through the uh, the entire state, so. That's what. Yeah. So, so going through this, it sound it sounds like they're they're blaming melting permafrost that has contained a lot of uh, iron in it, and yeah, like Car like uh, Carolyn just said in the chat, is like a rusty waterway. Reading through this article, yeah, it that's pretty much exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. So the uh, the bottom line is that uh, these are yellow rivers, orange. Well, it says orange, but they're, yeah, I guess they're tangy. Did they, how come they never made a lemon tang? Did they make a lemon tang? Um, wouldn't, wouldn't that have been, like, uh, the Asian people when uh, instrumentality happened? That would be Lang. <laughs> also, I, I've just uh, checked. They do have a lemon tang, by the way. Uh, okay. Good what to a, know. I want to know what other flavors of tang there are now. I've got tang. Damn. Classic Tang for tang. aspiring astronauts. <laughs> About Tang. Tang is available in the market in amazing flavors, including orange, lemon, and pepper, mango, pineapple, masambi, and the latest flavor in the Tang family is apple. In 2007, Kraft... This is, this is, from, this is from the, uh, the Pakistani Tang website, <laughs> tang.com.pk. In 2007, Kraft introduced a new version of Tang, which replaced half of the sugar with artificial sweeteners. Hey, thanks, Kraft. Hey! <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Don't you want original Tang? You want, like, John Glenn's Tang. 
I, it, Tang Tang is like Coke. You want the you want the classic. You don't want the new Tang. Yeah, I want the Tang. The, the, the only new Tang you want is New Tang Dynasty. <laughs> new Tang Dynasty. <laughs> 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 Just, just throwing that one out for John C. Dvorak. <laughs> Bartender, please, one more tang. The tang that John Glenn drunk and choked on in orbit. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Before, before we wrap up, uh, there is this, uh, there's this uh, video that I came across. Okay, uh, and it br- brings us back to the 1980s. 1980s. Welcome to another episode of Wonders of the World Wide Web. In this episode, we are going to talk about Mastodon. But what is Mastodon? Mastodon is communication software that allows you to share messages with the entire world. Wow, isn't that great? For Mastodon, you'll need an IBM personal computer or compatible computer, a hard disk drive, a modem, also known as modulator demodulator, (laughs) a telephone subscription, and the Mastodon installation diskette. (laughs) So yeah, somebody, somebody did like in the in the sense of like those '80s, early '90s computer shows and educational videos for Mastodon, but it's not the Mastodon you know because it runs on DOS and you can choose like your Tandy graphics adapter or color graphics adapter or Hercules graphics, (laughs) right? And what kind of modem you have. Apparently somebody actually has made uh, Dostodon a Mastodon, a real Mastodon client for MS DOS as well. Yes, and that'll fit right in with the uh, Amadon and the what was the other one? There was one yep. that was oh a Python script that takes my Mastodon feed and turns it into teletext pages. Yes, that was the other guy. That was uh, what's his name? I had those handles in my notes like two weeks ago, and I, I just lost them. But they were they were posted well, off of the yeah, Fediverse. They're in the show notes. They're in the show notes from. Uh, from episode 127. Robert Hampton, that was it in Midwan. Yeah. Oh, well, I've got a I've got one to to throw back in. Um now that you have your retro Mastodon uh existence, you can now use it to upload AI generated big titty anime bitches. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Cuz you know, all I need in life right now is a big titty anime bitch. Yeah. So this was a story that was on polygon.com and it was really about people who are using filters where you take a picture of yourself and then you use one of these systems that uh, ingests the photograph of you and then uses it as a uh, kind of a basis to synthesize a another image which has the appearance of being an anime-style drawing where the characters or the people inside it are kind of in the same pose as you. They have similar features, but they're exaggerated in uh, the typical anime ways. And I should actually say they're exaggerated in the modern fad of typical anime ways. Unfortunately, they couldn't even do, you know, retro, like, Rama one-half-style characters or, you know, there's been styles changing over years, right? It wasn't trained for that. 
I know. They only trained it to use kind of this crappy modern style, which is a little less appealing to me. But anyway, the the point is, there's certain things you can do to game these uh, these images, maybe to, to make them register features that don't really exist. And so the title of this article, which is filed under culture for Polygon.com, I, I don't agree with Polygon a lot. I agree with them for filing this under culture. <laughs> This is TikTokers are exploiting a dumb AI to generate giant anime boobs. <laughs> and it's let me explain how this works. If you're going to take a picture of yourself, you could like hold two bowls over your chest. And then when this uh, TikTok filter goes and generates your anime version, it interprets the bowls as boobs and draws you as an anime chick with giant tits. I think somebody. I think I saw uh, somebody actually took like a photo of Hitler, put it through that, and uh, it looked like how how he's actually been like portrayed in different anime series. <laughs> <laughs> now, my favorite one of all of these is somewhere midway down the line. There's a guy who gets uh, some waffles, some square waffles. Uh oh. And what he does is he gets these square waffles. It's like. Uh, it's like four waffles stuck together from a big waffle iron. You know, uh, when you ride into town and your waffle iron becomes the big waffle iron? It's, yeah. It's kind of like that. And what he does is he holds it over his stomach, and then he uses the filter, and then it interprets them as abs, and he ends up with a six-pack. Nice. <laughs> from his waffles. So then, so then I could still get I could still have a six-pack. Hey, I just need waffles. I love six-packs. I have six-packs all the time. <laughs> apparently tiktok has removed the ai manga filter <laughs> no! according to this article i just came across no we waited too long on the story shit in fact this uh, this came this came out <clears throat> let me let me just read this right here publicado m 15 12 2022 s 1935 what s1935 the year was 1935. TikTok remove filtro AI manga plus uso improprio. A hashtag AI manga TV mes de 570 milhouse de visualizios no TikTok. Huh. I think this is Portuguese. Is my Portuguese. In fact, on. I am sure it's Portuguese because the website uh, is a .br site. Hmm, interesting. Now, I don't know Portuguese, but it sounds like, to me, that people were misusing the filter. Oh, no. Not Yes. <laughs> How surprising. Misuse of things on the internet? Hugh Hugh, says Sir Spencer. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Misusing things on the internet, man. Yeah. What is the world Who coming to? It? <laughs> I'm just wondering why the why yeah. Brazilians Uso have to tell de, us this. Uso de maniera sexual. Após alguns usarios relatram uma instabilidade no futuro, logo noto se que a AI manga tinha sido excluido. Excluido. Os Usarios forum added or Twitter para commentar possivis causas de exclusio do filtro e entre las 
Es que va a uso improprio. Okay. Mis I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sir ben, it's a, so cold. Yeah, I've been inspired. We're going to do a song together. And it's going to be, a, I think we should do Aguas de Marzo. I was, think, I was thinking Girl from Ipanema. Oh, Aguas de Marzo. Because it's got, I, I think it bork, the, the beat is better. And we could do a Rare Encounter cover of it. <laughs> no, obviously the Portuguese version, not the Art Garfunkel version. No, if anyone's wondering, I I think that would, I think that would get a shot maybe, uh, or or it could be kind of funny. <laughs> All right, well, why not both? Speaking of getting shot, I think we should get off the air before we are. Yeah, probably. All right, we're rolling to the conclusion here of Rear Encounter. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. It's a lot of fun to be back. I love being in the studio, Cold. Oh, man, it is definitely enjoyable. Great right. way to spend a Wednesday. <laughs> All right, well, I hope everyone enjoyed it. And until next time, I've been Abel Kirby. I've been Cold Acid. Stay fruity, boys. Adios, mi amigos. Mi amigos. <laughs> I had a good woman. But she laid down, honey, and died. Oh, I had a good woman. But she laid down and died. Don't you know everybody?